2: no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Further your future with the postgraduate course at the Institute of Art, Design and Technology, Dunleary. Join us for our virtual open evening on Wednesday 19th of April at 7pm. Find out about our unique industry-focused postgraduate courses in film and media, UX design, cyber psychology, equality, diversity and inclusion, business, art and design. IADT postgraduate open evening, Wednesday the 19th of April at 7 p.m. Visit IADT.ie. With
3: infinite complacency, people went to and fro fierce the Earth about their little affairs, serene in the assurance of their dominion over this small, spinning fragment of solar driftwood, which by chance or design, man has inherited out of the dark mystery of time and space.
2: So, Marcus. First of all, thank you so much for getting in touch with me. I know that you're you're following me on uh, several of the various social media platforms, and you reached out, and I appreciate that. So, now, are we going to be talking about one single state where these different experiences happened, or should we just go state to state because they did happen in different places?
1: Well, no they they all happened in in the same state and. Southwest Virginia. It's just they happened in um like just just down the road a little ways.
2: Oh, so they're all yeah. even in the very same area there where you are now.
1: Yeah, I I live in Scott County, Virginia. And it's around Way County and Wise County. The very corner of Virginia.
2: And have you been out there most of your life?
1: When, yeah, I, I I grew up here. I've lived here my whole life. When you live here there's just like the the strange and and stuff is just kind of normal here.
2: So the paranormal's not so abnormal there?
1: Not really. All all the people around here, they they'll say, Hey, You never know what might come out of these mountains, and then somebody will start off on a story about something they've seen, something that's happened to them. And just, uh, I don't know, when you live here around Appalachia, you know, they, it's just all kinds of weird stuff.
2: And if you don't know someone, like say you're just at a gas station and maybe you're talking to the cashier about some strange whatever, would somebody behind you in line then chime in and share maybe one of their quick stories, or would you have to know someone? Like, is it a a close knit thing where they, you know, you don't really, you wouldn't trust someone that you don't know with a story that's a little odd?
1: Well, both. It really just kind of depends on the personality of the person whether or not uh, just depends on how they see life I guess.
2: Yeah if they're open to such a thing and sharing.
1: Or or actually actually it's more of how they want other people to view them instead of how they see things. It just depends. Uh, Some people they, they don't care and they just will dive right in and then other people are more of secretive and and don't really want to talk or maybe maybe they're they're afraid of uh, stuff. And sometimes people are just secretive. It's uh, I guess it's just kind of the culture and stuff you know, uh, all the people that that came over, it just come up here and to live in the mountains by themselves. So but some some take, you know, some don't want to talk to to outsiders, and some don't don't care. Some people just you know, like, oh, you've seen that, well, I've seen this, you know.
2: Yeah, that's understandable because no matter where I think what part of the country you're in, depending on if you're at work, if you're talking to friends at a party, there's going to be eye rolls and then other people are going to go, oh, that's so weird because here's what happened to me. So uh, that's understandable. Well, okay, Marcus. Now you sent me a a bullet point list with, I mean, some of the, the minutiae of each of these stories. But do you want to start right down the list of of what you sent me, uh, which would be number one, one of my favorite subjects, of course, and that is a possible Bigfoot encounter that you had. Let's talk about that.
1: Okay, yeah, that's uh, that's one of my favorite things to ever ever since uh, it happened to me when I was younger, and I've I've been in. Following it and stuff ever since. Uh, I was in. I lived in uh, a little town called Duckfield at the time. This was around 2004 or 5 uh, when it happened. Some somewhere around in that time period. I had a friend of mine staying with me. I lived in a. Uh, was doing a single wide trailer in a trailer park. But from the trailer park, there's a road and then a big mountain and all that is just forest land. You, uh, there was a little driveway across the two-lane road and uh, it went up to a couple of houses. One of the houses happened to be my, my mom's brother, my great uncle, John. And, uh, so I would, uh, I would walk up and down that little driveway with my dog. One night, I don't know what it was. I just couldn't sleep and, uh, thought, well, I'll just go for a walk. Cause I, I grew up in the country. I'm not, and I know. Watch out there. and right? don't, you know, I'm not worried about it. And I thought maybe that'll, you know, help me get sleep. Well, my buddy was, I said, I'm just going to go here for a walk, see what's going on. I can't sleep. Yeah, I'll come with you. Said, okay. We walked up through there and, uh, there's a train track that, uh, that snakes through there. You get, you go up this little hill and, uh, over the train track and then the road split and one went to one house and one went to my Uncle John's house and it wasn't too far apart, but, uh, there was, there was nothing but woods and mountain behind. It. That's all it is. It goes on for forever. We get up to almost the the crossing. Something let out this loud, loud scream, and and something I never heard before. It was it was this really, really deep bass noise, but also this very high pitch green noise all together it was it was like it was making it all at the same time like a high pitch and and low bass all at the same time i'd, I'd never heard anything like it we both just froze you know we kind of talked to each other for a second like hey man what was that yeah, i don't know <laughs> We said, Well let's just kinda of sneak on up here to the crossing just a little bit and that'll give us a better view, maybe we can see what it was. And so we we kinda snuck of on up a little bit and we got to about the middle of the crossing on the train track. We didn't see anything. We stepped off the the asphalt part onto the train onto the gravel part, the cross ties, and we just kind of looking, looking around. I mean, it was dark. It was, I'm going to say, 2 a.m. or so. We didn't. We hear something made beside of us. We both turn around, and we see this rock rolling down on top of the rest of the rock. You know, we both kind of looked at each other like, did you do that? And then we both turned around at the same time, and I'm looking up, and I see a rock. It wasn't pretty big. It was still more of like one of the kinds that's on the railroad. But it comes flying out of the wood above it, and it lands right in front of our feet and then rose by and that happened a couple of times and then for some reason I reach down and pick up that rope and i swing it back in the woods where it comes from all of a sudden it's loud scream again except this time it sounded a lot more pissed off <laughs> started making this rising noise like it was just tearing the woods down. He I'm gonna get the hell out of here. And I said, we kind of back away slow, you know, and because we've always been taught don't run away from something, you know, it'll chase you. And so we back away slow until we feel safe enough where we can make it back down you know, in case something, and then we take off running after that. We get back down to the two-lane road and cross it back, and then the trailer park is just right there. And we could hear that thing breaking limbs and making all this racket, and all the way up, and it was screaming, making the same sound all the way up. Until almost the top of the mountain. And I was thinking to myself, how the hell did that thing get from right there where we was? Then we hightail it down to the thing. And it only takes it a few, just a minute or two to make it to the <laughs> top of the mountain. It really took us it's a day to get up there. And this is a, a steep, steep mountain. I don't know what else he eat be, and' gonna be expected, but, but what uh yeah, uh, was, uh I about what you said earlier um about how people are um my my neighbor down there at the time this was a couple of days later when I talked to him, i told him what happened. And he said, you know, it's weird you tell me that because just the other day, uh, somebody else he knew was driving down that same road. And there's a little field Mm -hmm. there, a little grass field, and they were driving by and they seen something there. And uh, they said it was big and black, and it took off up towards the woods. All It was just in their headlights. I mean, not in, you know, they could just see it kind of the peripheral of their headlights, and it, you know, they couldn't make out what it was or, or anything else. He just happened to say, Well, that's weird because this other person happened to see. Something that's almost the same thing, right? It's almost the same time. And uh, that kind of added more credence to it. And I knew, you know, I wasn't, you know, hallucinating anything because my friend was there with me. He witnessed the same thing. That that was my first uh, uh, big trip encounter, as I call it, because I can't think of anything else it would be, the way that it hit through rocks and thrashed around the way it did. Throughout the, throughout the years, I, I moved from, from that place, just kind of on up the road a little ways. I've heard noises in, in the mountain that's behind my house now that it it sounds almost like somebody talking wood or something. And it's like Trena. You know, but there's nobody up there. And I know the people to the left of me, the people to the right of me and, and behind me is nothing but mountain and a forest. And that, uh, so I know that there's nobody up there, but you just hear a knock, knock, knock. And then more later, knock, knock. And, and I can it just happens. Uh, I'm, I've never really, like wrote it down or, or documented, like hey, this happened at this time of year or something. But it just happens just ever so often, like, you know. Uh, maybe it, maybe they're coming through or something. I don't know, but I've never heard anything else scream like that before. But I've heard different recordings on some some of the different shows and and stuff and i'm like hey that's that's what i that, that kind of sounds like what i heard i know what i know what cats sound like you know the big cats bobcats mountain lions i know they make i know what kind of scream they sound like foxes and stuff make a weird noise all kinds of stuff around make can make strange noises in the dark, but this was extremely loud. It had to be something enormous to make that kind of noise. And uh, you could, like, it was like being at a at a rock concert. You could feel the bass in in your teeth when it hit. uh,
2: I love the fact that you took the rock and you chucked it right back into the woods. I love that part of the story.
1: I just just wanted to see what happened. You know, I I thought, why not? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there wasn't really much of a thought to it. It just popped in my head, and I thought, well, I'm just going to pick it up, throw it back, and uh, see what happens, and I did, and... I well, it didn't like that. Marcus, it. Marcus didn't like that at all.
2: What do you think the possibility is that there was more than one of them?
1: I think they they probably could have been because you know, I've thought about it over the years and when we first was getting up to the to the cross and we first heard it the first screen, it sounded to us like it was over in one direction and kinda below the railroad track and on past my uncle's house and we were all we were both looking that way thinking that we might see something across the train track. You know, if we uh, when we heard, him, we that's why we snuck up a little bit, because we thought we might see something across the track, but we never seen anything. And it went, but a couple of minutes later, it wasn't. It wasn't very long at all when the rocks started coming out, but they come from above us, which would have been to our left. But that's where the mountain was because we were facing the railroad. So I believe that it's possible that maybe, uh, you know, maybe they were, there's a lot of deer that come down and eat in that little field that's at the bottom. It's basically just a little hay field type of thing. You know, maybe one was down there after a deer and. The other could have been a group of them for all I know, Uh, but it it would have had to have went over the railroad, into the woods, all the way around, back behind my uncle's house, and then back down over top of us within just seconds to be able, and I think we would have heard that I know
0: that. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
2: Lucky?
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. My uncle, he, he he
1: passed away recently, but nobody, the people who knew him, nobody would have been up there. I'll say it that way. They would have been shot if if it had been any person up there messing around. Yeah, I was, I had permission to be there and he knew that I walked up and down that road, but nobody would have been behind this guy's house because he, he would have shot. It just wouldn't have made any sense for it to be anybody because who would have thought that I couldn't sleep that night? And so they go to hide up in the woods Waiting on somebody to come through there. It's just that it, they you know, don't have water. It don't make sense.
2: No, did you um, guys, did you and your friend take your dog along with you for this walk?
1: No, I didn't take. I didn't take my dog at times. It was the lab. It was funny. I, I would always say, hey, you want to go for a walk? You know she was always ready to go, but at that time I said, "I'm, you want to go for a walk?" And then she just raised her head up, looked at me, and laid it back down. Mm, maybe she I sent said something. Okay, he stay here and sleep. You think well, she I have
2: sent something then?
1: He could have. You know, there's stories that that I've been told who. To, uh, about a family of of the uh, creatures that live out in a place called um uh, maib and maybe it 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 is not a town or anything it's just a, a, a name people give the place but it, there is nothing back there at all and i mean those houses here and there but uh, there, there's this, it, it's way back in the boonies, you know. People have always, and I don't know if you've ever heard of um, Natural Tunnel State Park, but the railroad goes right through the tunnel, the actual cave. It, it's around that area. Anyway, they, they say that these are seven to eight foot tall, uh, they stand on two legs, kind of like a bigfoot, except more like a werewolf. They say they have like a, a more of a snout, but they're white, and they call them the white things. And that, that's what they've always been called, and I've always been told that they always say well, those white things out at me, or those white things out at Natural Tunnel. And when you say that, everybody around here instantly knows what you're talking about. I've heard, now, this is not my personal experience, but I've been told this. Um, my dad, he had a, his his friend told him that the. Her dad was sitting on the porch. They lived out there in that place, that part. One one day, he was looking out the kitchen window and seen two of them and a smaller one as they was and they was walking by, not not close. But the way I took it, it was you know. Fifty, a hundred yards away, or something. I'm just guessing. I don't know. if They didn't tell me. I know it wasn't real close, but she kind of seen there's they're uh, still lit, I guess. And she could tell that it, that they were white, and there was a smaller one, but it wasn't white. It it kind of was, but it was more. Uh, it was more darker color. So yeah, it was a family group of them, and then. Her dad, or somebody she was into, was sitting on the porch and playing. that one of those things came up on the porch at him, and he held it away with his cigarette lighter. He, he had it like a bigger. I mean, okay, but one of them flipped zip, zip lighters and struck it lighter, and it, the flame kind of kept back, I guess. Then he said years later, he talked to this lady who told him the exact same story, but it was her uncle. Or son. She was kin to him a different way, but it was the same person. And all the same people had told my dad that story without knowing that he knew the other person. Mm. Maybe it was one of them times. I don't know. But, uh, that's a story that uh, I kind of grew up hearing in my whole
2: life. Marcus, this word Mabe, M-A-B-E, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so do you know really what the definition of that, according to these folks that came up with this word, would be? What does that What does that really mean to them, Mabe?
1: I have no idea. All I know is that's just what we've always called the area.
2: That's interesting. And, and, and so the, this area has no houses, no, I mean, nothing. It's just very, very wooded, and maybe not a lot of people go back there?
1: No, nah, they those houses and stuff back there and it there's a road that goes through there that kind of it kind of circles all the way around you can go from deathfield to gate city by essentially traveling the back roads of uh, you know how it used to be. There is a a place back there that everybody I know always called the shooting range, and they people would always tell me that the National Guard went that we have one in Gate City, and, get, uh, and uh, they they would say they'd go back there and do shooting practice and stuff, but I always thought it was kind of strange because the way that what they said was the shooting range seemed like it should be longer to me, but we would go back in there and ride dirt bikes and four-wheelers and stuff and it it, it was a place you could do that. Um, they Those houses and stuff back there, it's just not very sparsely populated, we'll say.
2: Gotcha. So, yeah, so that house that Um, you mentioned with the the porch situation and the Zippo keeping uh, one of them away, I thought maybe that was on the outside of this Mayberry, but that's actually inside of what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. it's, uh, yeah, It's a whole little...
2: And I pulled up a picture of, cause I haven't heard of natural tunnel state park. So I pulled up a picture and sure enough, there is a massive, what looks like a crater. And then I don't know if this is the same picture or not. It's a little tough for me to tell. Um, but then there's another picture. And again, this might be the same, uh, Hole in the earth, but with train tracks going through. So that's, yeah, it, that's that's a cool place.
1: That's what it is. it's it there is a uh, a giant cave right there. It uh, it goes all the way through the mountain. And instead of when they when they brought the railroad through, they did make one small tunnel right there. But they was able to put the tracks just straight through that cave. And and come out the other side. It's that big, and and it's still like that to this day. It's on the uh, Northern Southern line.
2: Yeah, that's an impressive feat. But, uh, I had never heard of that, and the pictures are extremely impressive. If anyone just Google's Natural Tunnel State Park, it'll pop right up.
1: Yeah, it's it's a really nice place, and it's a huge. I mean, if, if you go up to the park, to the top, it, it's a huge gorge right there. There, there's one spot there that they call Lovers League, where supposedly some loafers who couldn't be together jumped off, but I'm sure it, <laughs> there's a million places who have, have that same story. The main part is the, uh, there's the, uh, uh highway, a four lane that goes to, uh, from, from Gate City to Duff, and then there's the little turnoff that goes to Natural Tunnel, and if you stay on that little two-lane road, it brings you all the way back around to, um, where I was talking about, and it comes back out in Dufffield. Right up on that road, you can take a wave in this little curve, and then it takes you on out to that May area.
2: Well, now you're in Virginia, but in West Virginia, they have the white things, right? Like, I'm sure you've heard of that. And actually, I think occasionally, even the West Virginia white things will be able to walk up on two legs. So that's kind of interesting. I mean, if they're in the May area, then vice versa, why can't they be in West Virginia as well? So, uh that's kind of an interesting part to Yeah, when I saw it in your email, I'm like, "Well, that's that's very unique, <laughs> right?" And the fact that they're white and they're uh, and yeah. Okay, so from the stories you've heard though, they always yeah. walk yeah. by people.
1: For... Yeah. I'm thinking. I'm not sure if I've ever heard anybody talk about them being on
2: four or two, yeah,
1: fours or not. Right. Uh, I do remember one one boy that I was friends with. He worked there at the park when he was uh, in high school with me, and he said a couple of them was out cleaning the trails, you know, the walking trails for people. And he said that they seen something white move through the trees. And he said, what was that white thing? It moved through there. And somebody said, oh, it's probably just a car. I said, well, no car. ain't no road right there. And then they just left it at that. But there's been, people of have, them uh, have told me different like theories that they have of why these things are white. Because in Deathfield there used to be a factory called the uh, Foot Mineral, and they made, sometimes, kind of, I forgot now, it, it, they, they made something, and anyways, it, it left all this. Residue and stuff, and those caves in that little part. And some people were saying, well, maybe they live in that little part and roll around and got that stuff on them or something. You know, that's just the uh, people's death and why they're white. Because it, uh, it, 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 and I've heard of them being in Texas. I've seen that on one thing too. And every time I I hear about you know these white things, it it piques my interest because you know I'm like, hey, I've got some of those. At least people have told me about them here. Uh, you know what are these other people saying? It's always piqued my interest because. You usually got Bigfoot, werewolves, UFOs, ghosts, but they usually don't go much further than that.
2: Well, it, and it kind of makes I me like wonder, the, the reports of the white things in MABE, if those aren't misidentified Bigfoot. You know, I we hear about maybe possibly, Will Jevening talks about this all the time, different types of Bigfoot, right? And there are some reported that might have a little bit more of a snout, like you mentioned with the white things. So then, Mm -hmm. I mean, again, not to uh, explain one strange thing with another, but I mean, maybe maybe the rock-throwing incident that you mentioned on the onset when you were younger and were taking that walk with your friend was actually one of the white things, which was, in fact, a Bigfoot, or maybe just Mm -hmm. the white thing is something different, and that's what you guys experienced.
1: Yeah, I've I've wondered about it myself. Whether it they're two different kinds of, of things, and I thought. Well, if they're two different kinds of creatures, then they would wouldn't they instinctively be territorial against each
2: other? Right.
1: So, and then I thought, well, maybe maybe those are like some kind of we were the past few years that we have seen quite a few different things that like albino turkeys I've seen several albino turkeys all white turkeys out with a whole flock of other wild turkeys I've seen that uh, a couple times myself you know makes me wonder if they like Get big be you know have some kind of albinoism you know like a, a certain sub subset group that that might stay in a particular area or, or something, and you know why not
2: uh Marcus, what about your your great uncle John since he lived right down the road from you? in that original home that you mentioned, did he ever talk about having any experiences or hearing anything strange out there?
1: Yeah, he the... Uh, when, when he was alive, he had told uh, some uh, family members that uh, that he'd heard something. When I described what I had heard, he said, well, that's exactly how he said he it sounded. That he heard the exact same thing. I, I thought that was uh, I thought that was interesting that I hadn't talked to him or really mentioned any of that story to him because we you know we we didn't wasn't around each other that much and I just never did uh never did really get a chance to talk to him about it. Uh but I thought it was interesting that he told a couple of my family members the exact same noise, the scream noise that he described it in the same way that I did. Like with a a very deep, deep bass and a high pitch all at the same time.
2: And what about your parents? First of all, did you tell your parents what happened that super early morning and what you guys heard and the whole rock throw situation? And have they ever spoken to you about anything strange?
1: Uh yeah. I've uh let's see I would been I, I was by myself, and I was I don't know, probably about twenty or twenty-one or something when that happened. I'm not I'm not good with memory, like dates and stuff like that. But yeah, I after it happened the next day, I told my mom about it. I called her up, told her, she said, "Well, you better be careful." <laughs> That's just how she is. She believes me. I mean, she don't have, She knows uh, that there's all kinds of of words. She she believes everything I said. And my dad, my mom and dad got divorced when I was with her. So I told told him about it. You know he he actually said, well, maybe it was one of them white things I turned maybe. Yeah, he's the one that told me about that. He really, uh, he's really into bigfoot and stuff too, and uh, I guess that's probably where I get it from. He was all in, and I'd actually at the time when he had went to a website, and I don't remember if it was uh, like the. Afro or North American Bigfoot or something. It was a website that I went to where you could put in your encounters, and you could also look at encounters other people had put on there from those regions. I, I put mine on that. It was like a year or two later uh somebody called me and, and i asked if i could come out and me show them and i did they came out i showed them my dad came just so he could be a part of it you know we walked him up first showed him everything showed him what happened and uh said, okay thanks and then i never heard from him again so i i actually reported it you know to to one of those things, I don't really remember which one it was now, but that was uh, kind of back at the beginning. He's uh doing stuff online. Still ain't very good at it now.
2: Well, yeah, it sounds like a, a pretty active area that you have there, especially since uh anything like a bigfoot or if the white things are actually different creatures, they have plenty of cover there. And food and water, so yeah, a question for you yeah they, did it, did anybody mm-hmm. sorry, did anybody around there back then have a lot of livestock? was there chickens or goats or cows or anything like that in the area, and did anybody have any problems with that?
1: Well, in this area, almost everybody has some kind of livestock I don't I don't remember hearing anybody. You know, saying that they're something that eats or cows or nothing, mm-hmm. but there's so much deer and hounds and possums and just anything you can think. There's plenty of other stuff, that and rabbits. I mean, there's just so much stuff out there that anything wouldn't have a, a predator wouldn't have a problem you know getting a meal actually i just heard something get get something life wasn't last night but i i two nights in a row except last night i, I was outside smoking about 11 30 12 o'clock or something before i went to bed and I heard something make a noise, I couldn't tell, It could have been anything from a cat to a deer. It was just enough noise to go, and then it was, it was gone, it was silent, and then I heard all this thrashing around, and it was just right below me. Then the next night, I heard something, whatever it was, it got a rabbit, then, because, uh, I could hear the rabbit, and it just like the you know on a call blaster when you're trying to bring in a predator, it was just yapping away. And then a big crash, and I know that there's fire and all kinds of stuff here. So
2: yeah, I so guess I guess why would a bigfoot or a white thing if it's different again? Why would they come in and kill? something they didn't need to especially if it might draw attention to them right if they're if they're smart enough to know that which i i do believe that some of them would be smart enough to know that to not draw attention from the uh the hairless people things that are also sharing the woods right so well um yeah that's right well let's switch gears here a little bit and i'm going to read something to set you up a little bit but I, i i just googled this in preparation for our talk And here is a quote. It says, according to the Virginia Department of Wildlife Resources, there are no mountain lions, cougars, or pumas in Virginia. So let's talk about that statement a little bit, shall we?
1: Yeah. uh, It's easy to say that when uh, you sit in the office all day. You know, if you don't. If you don't go looking for something, you'll never find it. And then sometimes things just come to you. But I know that, that there are mountain lions here. And I know there's black ones here, too. And I know they say that mountain lions don't have that kind of uh, thing to make it color, But there are giant black cats here. And it went all the way back to when, when my, my mom's mommy was little. You know, she was born in 1919 and they, they've been seeing them since then. It last year, there was five different people that It's just like a rough estimate, but close to it, that we know that live here around this part that had called and and was just talking to my my mom on the phone down at her house, and she lives below me, had told her about how they was out hunting, and they seen a mountain lion, and then they seen... Another person, the same one with kittens. this was all within a a short span of time too, and these were all different people who didn't i mean some of them might know each other, but you know they had no idea that they you know they wanted to tell my mom they was just saying that like they. They don't call to say things like that to tell a story. They call to tell you that so you'll be careful to watch out. Right. Yeah, that's, that's how it is around here. I mean, if, if your neighbor sees the coyotes or something, they'll call you up and okay, I, I seen a, a couple of coyotes that uh, Last night, you, you know, be careful about it, watch your cats or something. But these were all, um, experienced hunters. And one of them was my cousin. He seen a uh, mountain lion. That was, that was, uh, last year. There's been several people who, uh, seen black ones. And uh, I, and then I've seen a black one, two, I guess about two years ago, or, yeah, about two or three years ago. Um, things have kind of grown up since then, and I can't see that all this good as I could then. You know, just how the leaves and trees have and grown. And, this is another thing, but it was, it was like uh, 50 yards away, I'm guessing. There's the, it used to be a field and just kind of grew up. Uh, the, the old man who uh, who used to work it, he died and it all just kind of, grew up there's a a big rock that sits over there in front of each reservoir i went out uh, one day to uh i I always see stuff on my gosh i'd smoke a cigarette it's like i just happened to go out at just the right time for some reason (laughs) you just know Uh, I, i don't know what it is it it's like I just go out and all of a sudden something weird happens. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I seen movement and that's what caught my eye. So, you know, I turn my head and I look, I'm looking directly at it and there's this giant cat and it jumps off of that big rock down. Behind this tree, and then at that time it was the, uh, not, not grew up as much. And then it turned and went up into the mountain, straight up into the mountain, into the thicket, iron. I only got a few seconds, you know, 30 seconds maybe. Not, maybe not even that. I don't know. Time kind of stands still when you see stuff like that. But uh, it wasn't a bear, because even though it was just the top of its shoulders would have been a big black bear at the very It was huge. Wow. And uh, I, knew, I knew it wasn't a bear because it had a big, long tail curled up at the end, just like a mountain lion does. And... The thing is, my house cat goes over around and gets on that rock. And being able to compare sizes, that, and me being being over there before on that thing, that, that thing was huge. I mean, it, uh, it would, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm talking a big, big black bear, except, you know, like, as a cat with a big long tail. It had to bend been 10 foot long, you know, with its tail and everything included. And, and it just jumped, or, well, it kind of pounced over just like a cat would. And I've watched my cat do the same thing. It just didn't go as far. And, uh, it moved through swift and smooth and it then turned and it went in the thicket and it was gone. But, uh, actually, I, I come in, I got my gun and I've I got on my side of the fence a road that goes up through there, but it hit through it too and uh walked up through her waist to see if I could see it again. I had my camera. Had my gun. I wasn't going to shoot it because I I just had that for protection. Uh, All the stuff around here, you don't want to go in the woods without some kind of protection. Um, But uh, I never did see it, and it never made a noise, ever. I mean, it was just silent and smooth, just like you know, if it was a Bar when when a bar comes through, it can kind of make a lot of racket, but not this thing. It was like a a deer or something, you know. It didn't make a sound. It just right up through it, fixed it like it was nothing.
2: And very very dark black, like silky black.
1: Oh yeah, it was it was jet black. Mm. It, it was it was it was all. You know, they wasn't almost spots or almost color. It was just all solid black.
2: You know, I know that we all we all know, regardless of what happens when you Google, like I did, because every state says that, oh, there's nothing like that here. But
1: even, I would say... Even though that they put uh, tags on mountain lions and they mm-hmm. watched them go from the west coast to the east coast, they still <laughs> right. say. No, 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 no.
2: Oh, yeah, they never cross into this state. That's insane. That doesn't happen. Yeah. So even because we all know that it seems like they're in most states at least. But to actually yeah. see one and to have it be that big had to be quite humbling.
1: It was. It was. It was I, I probably could have went and got my phone to take. A picture but I usually just I, I don't really care about you know I don't really get many calls and I don't really mess around much on there and that just kind of follow people that that I like and, and just you know I might make a comment here and there but I don't really you know care much about it so I could have like grabbed it but I was just in that moment of where I wanted to see it. Like, I I didn't care whether anybody else did or whether anybody believed me or not. I just wanted to watch it. It's not like I would have had time anyway, because if I'd made a move, it would have been gone anyway by by the time I would have got something. It was just there, and then it jumped off the rock. And it turns, and then it just—it it was the way it moved was just so smooth, and it was—I mean, it's the way you see all these other big cats move.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: it, it was just so—I want to say like majestic. You know, I was kind of in awe of it, even as big as it was. It was that far away, uh, you know. It, I know they going to get me. I uh, have, and it was going on up in the woods. And then I decided, well, I am going to go see now after I've seen it, seen it. Now I'm going to go see, so fucking, you know, see it again. <laughs> Maybe I can get a picture or something this time. But uh,
2: yeah, I mean, uh, can you can you imagine walking down a trail? And nothing is stalking you, but from behind, like you wouldn't even know that it was there with these ninja, ninja-like skills that it has, you know. And then you're just hoping that if it goes for you, that you can reach for your gun w- while it's on top of you.
1: Yeah, and and the thing about these the uh, mountain lions and other cats that are are like it, they can be three foot away from you and you never know it,
2: right? You
1: can walk walk right by, and it can be sitting there watching you, and mm. and you just go on the wiser. Makes you wonder how many people have walked by, you know, mount lines or something like that, and they just didn't happen to be hungry right, right. then.
2: Right, they didn't realize how lucky they were, <laughs> how close they came. Yeah. yeah. That would oh my gosh! That what a cool sighting though because uh, I'm sure you've heard it on my show. I've had several people come on and go, oh yeah, they're in my state. Of course they're here. Here here's my story.
1: And, and like I was saying about my granny, though, when my my momma had told me this story about her mother, and it was when she was younger. And like I said, she was born in 1919, so this probably would have been in maybe the 40s or something, right. or 50s, or somewhere around in that time, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm just guessing going off what my mom told me, but she said my great-granny, she was, uh, she was out doing her chores. Uh they had a farm and and you know, milk cows and all that stuff. And uh she was out uh doing her chores and and stuff and she looked up and up in the hall or above her there was a big black cat sitting there. My mom said that uh, she told the story to the day she died that, you know, she knew what it was. She said it was a black mountain lion. Uh, whether there's some kind of mountain lion or whether there's, I don't really care about getting into specific species genomes stuff. Uh, that's for somebody else to do. Is the people around this area when they see it they think mountain lion? I've seen one of those. This one's black. You know, that's, that's as far as it goes.
2: Yeah, you're like, all that matters is I know they're here, regardless of color or size or shape, right?
1: Yeah. Now, all the ones uh, I was playing uh, from last year, those hunters and stuff, all those were yellow. I mean, regular mountain mm-hmm. lion color. And yeah, I was playing, uh and, and then the one I had said, but... Uh, It's just like ever so often you'll hear one about it being black, and it's like there's it's almost like there's a group of them that either you know like it kind of makes sense to me that if a mountain lion was like the tan color and stuff works gray out west, But, you know, in the Appalachian Mountains, it kind of makes a little more sense for it to be black. Right. It would blend in more. Absolutely. And, and wild things, you know, they, they say, oh, no, they can't be there. Like, well, why can't they evolve? Yeah, I mean, we ain't to Cracked all the code that there is to crack. Maybe a maybe a certain sect of uh, mountain lions lived here and and developed a, a black coat. Maybe some of them just kept getting darker and darker and darker over the years. And they and and that's the ones that might kind of originally been here. And then the tan ones are the ones that are starting to come back in, uh, I would say, because, you know, used to, there they wasn't quite as many uh, sightings of, of mountain lions and stuff, but now it's like it's exploded. Everybody's seeing them. My dad had told me that he had read a newspaper clipping from one of one of the local newspapers from this area right here he had cut it out of the paper when he was a kid or at least a teenager or younger but uh, there was a tap that got killed right down below where i live on on the four lane and they, uh, said it was 50 pounds and it was a, a young cat, but it was black. He, he, he cut that out of the paper and he said he kept it for years and years and then he don't know whatever happened to it now. But I don't know if there's any way anybody could. We've got a lot of stuff to look through, I guess, if is any anybody, anybody could ever, you know, go back and look through those things. But he said it was hit by a car like under the, or the uh train trestle it goes across the road and uh he said it was hit by a car down there and uh they come and got it and they said that uh it it was huge, you know, that, uh, 50 pounds. And they ain't no house cat that weighs 50 pounds. And uh, when they done their I guess autopsy or something or got somebody specialist or somebody to come and look at it and it, they said it was a young cat or at least that's what he told me. I, I didn't see it myself so I don't know. So
2: yeah absolutely no all those folks including the people that that hit that thing and and you that have seen an actual one like jumping off the rock in your yard which is so cool you guys are all just misidentifying they're all house cats because according to uh vdwr there are no mountain lions there so see y'all are just crazy all right so switching gears to our last subject and this is one that I do enjoy talking about because of the fact that I have had one of these sightings, and that was, of course, uh, at the Brown property in Washington State. But our last subject to cover is lights in the woods.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't in
2: the woods, it was in the sky. Oh, yes. okay. I was off on that one because you, yes. you mentioned orbs. I just yes. assumed it was in the forest. Okay, sorry. Take take it no, away.
1: no. <laughs> They were orbs, but uh, again, i was just outside.
2: <laughs> Another smoking story. Uh, <laughs> you Hey, you need to yeah, make sure uh, you. I mean, uh, yeah, you got to go outside like every hour on the hour for the next like year and let's see how many more stories we can get out of you, huh? <laughs>
1: well, I, I don't know. I that, that might mess everything up. If I <laughs> went out like <laughs> that, I think it's for it. I believe it's where it's like a, just a, a random, uh-huh. all of a sudden I'm there, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and when I go out at night to, uh, to smoke, I'm basically just staring up at the sky anyway. Or, uh, you know, there's no light pollution or anything here where I live. So I can see all the stars and... Everything, I see the space station go by and, uh, you know, i just, but, uh, this one night, I, I'm standing out there on the porch and, uh, all of a sudden, I have a peripheral vision in the case of my eye and it's orange. And I look up, coming over the mountain. Like over top of the trees is this orange orb. It it was hard to really tell how how high up it was, but there's I put it this way: they they med flights and stuff that come from the hospital. There's military jets that fly over as low as they can get. You know here practicing uh the mountains, and it it was probably a little bit higher than that or at that high, but it was it didn't feel like it was way up for normal uh cruising altitude for you know commercial airlines or it didn't it didn't seem like it was that high it seemed a lot lower than that. But it was orange, like it wasn't it wasn't putting off light. It was just the light itself. It, it it was weird. And it it was kind of about the size of a basketball from my vantage point. And how high up that would have been uh you know somewhere in between the lowest that the military flies and and you know commercial airplanes so i'm just guessing that it's somewhere in between that and it comes over from my right over the mountain and it starts to uh you know, I'm following it, and it goes over between what looks like, I mean, things things look different from the ground in the valley with mountains on each side. So, what kind of looks like it might be right overhead, maybe pretty far away, you know what I'm right. saying? Right. It uh, it goes over to uh, it, it it's just kind of putting along. It's not zipping by or nothing. It's just it's just moving at a steady speed. And I'm watching it for well, I don't know, it was several twenty seconds or something. I don't know. It uh, it just goes over from right to left. And then when it seems like it's almost over to the the mountain that's across from me there's one behind me that I live on and then there's a highway and then there's another mountain and when it looks like it's about over there it just disappears and it don't it don't absorb up it don't flash out it's just it it it'd be like if you're just watching a movie and it's like it's in one frame and then the next frame it's not there. It's just It it just gone. It didn't zip off. Did do nothing. It was just disappeared in that spot. And then right as that happened, another light, a white one, that probably was about a little bit bigger than, than what a planet would look like, you know, when it closed, and it was a bright white orb, and it comes from the east, and from around that mountain, and it goes to, this one's moving, and it zips the right where that one, orange one, disappeared, it was almost like it it didn't stop, but it's almost like it slowed down just a little bit. And then it zips off to the west behind me. Uh, you know, cause I'm, I'm facing towards to it and it zips off in, in the blink of an eye. I mean, it just, and was gone. I've seen a couple of, uh, different white lights just like that one going different ways I one night i was out and i see one going by and i think well that's probably the space station and i can tell when it's the space station because it it's moving at a certain speed and you know i can just tell that's what it is and uh So I see it go by. I'm guessing that's what it was. And and then all of a sudden, another one goes by. It's moving just a little bit faster, but it's going another way. Like, well, that's not the space station because it don't go that way. You know, it only goes around one way. It It don't go that way, and there's not two or three, you know, so I don't know what that was. Maybe it could have been a rocket leaving the space station. I I, mean, I I ain't ruled that out or nothing. I'm just saying I think something. I don't know what it was. Well,
2: that's what's nice about your part of the country is you guys have some of that truly dark sky out there. Unlike myself, where I have a ton of light pollution and I can barely see uh, even the brightest. Of stars. So, yeah, it's a lucky night if I get to see, like, Orion's belt or something. Well, Marcus, I, I really appreciate you being willing to come on and share these these encounters. If you have any more with massive black cats or the white thing slash Bigfoot out there, please get in touch with me, okay?
1: I definitely will. Well, thank you Hopefully, so much. Yeah, uh, I'm hoping I'll see it again myself.
2: On another uh, another late smoking break, right?
1: Well, it's hard to tell what might <laughs> uh, But Like all, all my old timers tell me, you know, no one might come out of the mountains.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's for sure. We've, we've all been there. At least those of us that like to talk about this stuff, we're all like, yeah, there's some weird stuff out there, especially in Appalachia. I, I love that part of the country. And I've never been to Virginia But as you know, I've been to West Virginia quite a number of times. So, uh, a lot of weird stuff out in your area. Well, thank you so much, Marcus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for uh, letting me come on and tell my experiences. I didn't want to sound like, uh, you know, I've seen this, 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 and this, but all kinds of weird stuff that happens around here. But uh, I've never had a ghost encounter, so.
2: Well, maybe that's coming up. You know, maybe that you don't have to be outside smoking for. Maybe, you know, not that I want anything to start in your own home because that's not very fun. I don't mm-hmm. think for most people that uh, that uh, experience that. But yeah, no, you don't sound. You know, whatever word you can insert there at all. I think that when you especially grow up in a place like that, you're bound to have stuff go down.
1: Um, I think a lot more people have probably had the same. Same type of things. They're just afraid of what other people are mm-hmm. And Me, I've just got that, that I don't care attitude. You know, I mean, like I I know what I know, so right. I, I tell people like I don't believe in Bigfoot. I know it because I I have my own encounter. I don't have to believe in any of this. I know it as a fact.
3: well i'm so and so i was given this name by my parents i've been to such and such a college i've done these things in my profession i produce a little box but it says forget it that's, not that's some That's the story that's all gone that's all past i want to see the real you you are now well nobody knows who that is because we don't uh, know ourselves except through listening to our echoes something our memories. But then there's a real evil, and that again leads us back to this question. Uh, who are you? That is the meaning. We shall see how they play with this exam by the co-ops to get you to come out of your shell and find out who you Say to somebody, oh, Get up and walk across the road. And he comes back and says, Where are your footprints? They've gone. So, where are you? Who are you? When we are asked who we are, we usually give a kind of recitation of it.
0: Further your future with a postgraduate course at the Institute of Art, Design and Technology, Dunleary. Join us for our virtual Open Evening on Wednesday 19th of April at 7pm. Find out about our unique industry-focused postgraduate courses in film and media, UX design, cyber psychology, equality, diversity and inclusion, business, art and design. IADT Postgraduate Open Evening, Wednesday the 19th of April at 7pm. Visit iadt.ie